Product Podcast is sponsored by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and Author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. JC, author, content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash JC the author. Salute. Welcome to GCU Author Interviews. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, Untame, and we are back again with another author interview. As always, I thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and just supporting the authors the way that you do. You know, my heart is always here. I love this portion of Get Caught Up Podcast where I can interact and bring you guys new authors. And of course, I am joined with my lovely co-host, Miss Crystal, my love of books. How are you doing this evening, Crystal? I'm great. Hello, everybody. Oh, I'm so glad that we're back again. <laughs> I know, I know. I look, we do something special in December, but I'm gonna wait to the end to talk about that. Yes. <laughs> so, but as always, I have to give major love to all of our sponsors and to let you guys know that we are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. Untamed Publishing delivers you all kinds of goodies for your literary journey, such as editing, synopsis writing, book trailers, and it is also the place where you can go to the contact us if you would like to have an author interview. So, if you are in need of any literary services or you would like an author interview, just head over to www.untamedpublishing.net. And for my sponsors, I gotta thank you. Women of Vision, Tyler Landscaping, me and my son's lawn care, MB, Keanu Danae, EXO, and Exodus Morgan. So thank you guys so much. I hope one day y'all will let me like shout out y'all's whole name, but I appreciate you <laughs> for continuing to support the Get Caught Up podcast. And it is, did I do this already in November? I might have done it, but I'm going to do it again. So anybody who had a book release, <laughs> anybody who had a birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, happy book release, happy anniversary, happy bar mitzvah, whatever you have, and happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> happy, happy, happy. Well, Crystal, you know, I got to get into it tonight because the lady who we are interviewing is one of our sister sisters. Yes. <laughs> So definitely I'm excited to have her on and I'm going to present and introduce to the readers through her author bio who we are referring to. 
And that is Miss Merlanda Janelle. Merlanda Janelle believes a good book should be carried with you everywhere, even on vacation. Her love of reading began in her middle school years after being challenged to read over 10 books by her mother before the summer ended. Realizing that positive thoughts were great lessons for her nephews, she decided to embark on a path of becoming a published children's book author. Melanda revealed that her debut book, I'm Best As Me, will expand into the Playing With Angels series dedicated to her nephews. Welcome to the UP Hot Seat, Melanda. How are you doing this evening? I'm great. How are you ladies? Great, great, great. We are doing awesome. And, you know, we t- we typically talk already once a month on Saturday. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it, it feels like home. We just don't get to see each other's beautiful faces, but it feels like home. It, it is. Does. It's home all over through and through. That's oh, right. say it again. Yes, it is. I know that's right. I know that's right. Look, we, we actually, you know, we have this sisterhood as founded by Adrian Edwards, who was also a former guest on the show. Ooh. And um, it is just a beautiful thing. I love, I always say, I, God didn't bless me with a biological sister, but he definitely has blessed me in this publishing industry, this literary world with a ton of them. So yes. I'm grateful. Yes, yes. <laughs> I so agree with you on that. I, yes, I'm so grateful. But honey, I this is your debut novel. I'm best as me. So I know in your bio it said that you know positive thoughts for your nephews is what led you to embark on it. But was there anything specific that just made you want to enter into publishing and especially for children's books? You know, was there any particular thing with your nephews? Yes. So my nephews, I love them dearly. I have four nephews and it's always like, I feel like I'm repeating myself to them a lot. I mean, they're six, seven and, you know, a little bit further up there in elementary school, but I felt like they were not getting what I was saying because they're smart, but they wasn't understanding and getting a grasp on, Hey, don't do this. Or, Hey, you may want to do this. And I said, Mm. you know what? The best way for me to continue saying this to them is to write it down. Mm. Hmm. I like that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so I wrote it. I was just like, I have to write it because they're not getting it. Right. And you know, sometimes you need a different format to deliver a message and get something through. Yes. Uh, and with children, you know, it's books. It's media. You know, it's like it's books. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's TV. You know, or the video, or you know, something like anything electronic or a book. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they need to see it. Yes, they, they need to see. It has to be tangible. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So I, you know, I applaud that, and I think that is that is super creative because I do like and, that and, and forward thinking because that is something I probably I, I never would have thought of. My kids. Since I was grown, and I'm like, shoot, why didn't I think of that? Maybe they. <laughs> Sometimes I still have to do it, and my kids are grown, right? Yes. Co-workers, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, you gotta draw a little road map. Like, yes. okay. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I need to see it because uh, right. you know, make the vision see. plain. Make yes, I need what you talking about? So I understand. <laughs> I know that's right. Look, we, yes. we look. None of us are exempt. Right, <laughs> none, none of us. None of us are <laughs> exempt. Honey, so 
since you have and since this is your debut and you're a new author, I just want to ask, you know, like, mm-hmm. how was your experience with the business of publishing thus far? So, um, it's had its journey. It has its ups and downs. I tease people with, to, um, still to this day. Why did no one tell me it was so tedious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part I didn't really care for because I'm not and I mean no you know bad feelings or ill will toward people who do you know does this for a career but I'm not like a HR read the details kind of person I'm more like mm-hmm. let me just do it and turn it over right, right. and then you make mm-hmm. it happen for me you know exactly exactly Look, yes I but I mean it wasn't horrible I kind of I was blessed in the steps to be able to get a good illustrator get a good coach you know, with those kind of things, but it just, it happened. But I think I was so high on just the thrill of I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. My nephews are going to love it because they were completely shocked when I showed them the book Wow! where it kind of made it easier. Okay. Look, I they, like- look they, they were excited too, probably. It was like, oh my, she wrote a book just for me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would be bragging about it. They I still know. are. They're like, my Aww. aunt's an author. Oh. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, Your aunt isn't. I should, I will brag you down. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Let's, my son go to school to be telling his teacher, my mama author now. I write children's books. So, <laughs> like, yes. Thank you. But they start asking you, like, what's your mama write? Hold on. <laughs> I know. Or people at work be like, what kind of books you read? None of your business. None <laughs> of your business. None, None of your business. Not one of your businesses. Like, yes. <laughs> just know I read a lot. That's right. Yeah. I have a way with words. Right. <laughs> it's hilarious. I always, tell, I always tell my son, let me let you, let me meet your teacher first so they can know what, what? kind of parent I am before they read <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Before I read the book. But just even going back to what you said, I asked that because you are a newer author and I always get amazed that in 2021, like to me, it is so amazing. Probably the literary realm out of all of the arts is one of the ones where there is not like a whole lot of information. So others are always surprised. You know, I was surprised <laughs> about, <laughs> about, like you said, the tediousness of the journey. I, yes. Because you get so wrapped up in writing a book and I got a book and I got a book and then you find out it's a whole business after that. Yes. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, yes. I just thought I was going to write this book and put it out there and everything else was just going to happen. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so yes. It is I mean, even the tediousness dirty. of just like an ISBN. What is that? Right. I'm like, flip that book over, baby. Flip it over. <laughs> flip it over. Yeah, it's a lot that goes into yes. it. So yeah. I, I always, you know, I ask that. And I ask that because a lot of times we have a lot of inspiring and newer, you know, authors mm. who are just trying to get their skin in the game. And so mm-hmm. it's encouraging for them to know it's not just them. <laughs> no, not, you are not, not alone. Them. Michael Jackson yeah. said it best. You are yeah. not alone. I am there with you. <laughs> and trust me, look, one thing that I say, I, I haven't said in a while, so I think it needs to be said again at this point. Even though, you know, I've been in here for a while and I kind of know, you know, the rules of the road. 
it's it changes. It's ever changing. Mm-hmm. So don't get used to like one way. <laughs> yes. Oh wow. It's gonna change. Like you could keep doing some of the things you do, but you know, in order to be progressive and continue to go with the flow, you have to kind of go with the rules of the road. So like, you know, even if something as simple as well. I don't want to say it's simple, as complex as the pandemic. This mm-hmm. whole panoramic changed people from really wanting to go buy, you know, like paperback books to listening to audio because now, right. you know, it's like, it's just they, we got, you know, we got unconditioned and so then it's like we got busy doing other stuff. We got busy doing hobbies and business, busy starting side businesses. So now I don't have the same kind of time to sit down and just read, but I still want to read, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yes, then, that's so true. Yes. And then with you writing a children's book, you just started a business for little kids if they want to read your audible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Sure yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would say, since we're on this this topic already, so as a newer author, what are some aspects, you know? that you would like to know about or you think like you need more assistance with or you would like to see more information out there about? So, and it's, I'm so glad you asked that because I was on a call on Sunday reading to to some um, children in a boys book club and I never kind of like thought about it and I think it's just a personal opinion. I like paperbacks, I like hardbacks, I like books in my hand. So, while I do utilize like, you know, ebooks and e-readers, I didn't realize kids also read on ebooks or e-readers or on their iPads. Yeah. Just, like, just knowing the demographic of who's out there reading and mm-hmm. you know, just getting feedback from your readers. Do you want to see it this way? So I would love to have like more data, demographics, or just finding out from readers. How do you prefer to read books? Because you can get so stuck on, this is how I like it. This is Mm -hmm. how I'm going to present it. To where you kind of forget that the readers are who you're trying to get and you have to reach them where they are. Exactly. That's exactly right. And it is, you know, and like you said, especially with you catering to a younger generation like you know we're, we're going into what is it called after gen after z what is it what is it called now um, i don't know i just i can't keep up Girl, yeah after somebody now we just moved out <laughs> we, like the millennials yeah the millennials and all that have slid have slid out the way and um gen yeah. gen what gen z has has now um you know they're growing up so now in that fed that little base now where you got the pandemic babies up to about age 10 i think they call it alpha somebody oh. <laughs> wow. i'm sorry I, babies <laughs> i had actually found a video on um instagram and it was of a little girl her mother was recording her and she was sitting on the floor up against the wall and you the mother had on air that um she cries when she reads and then she's like pans over to the daughter and she's literally on the floor reading a book a chapter book and she's crying and i was mm. just like oh my gosh i'm i'll share it with you guys like i'll share it on my page and i just thought it was just so beautiful because i'm like see she's starting out early now yes. she's going to what we go through as adults when we're reading mm-hmm. so i just love it and just to get kids to read more is just a big thing like mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. pick up a book and read that's all i can say it is the best thing in the world yes like and, 
And you know what I found? Um, we found out through happenstance that we had the the author on here. She was a chill, she was actually a child. Oh, she yes. wrote a children's book. Her mm-hmm. name was Zanaya. And um, one thing that I didn't even think about, you know, her her mother was like she wanted to get it in the traditional size, and like we getting real technical now, y'all. So like what? traditional size trade books is like you know. Eight and a half by uh, 5.5 or 6 by 9 just makes it and um so which is actually two different sizes so I shouldn't say that but you know whatever <laughs> right <laughs> so uh but she was like yeah we gotta get it and she said no I like how it is like it's in a smaller size it's a little chapter book but it's in a smaller size she was like no I like it like this because it fits in my hand and I said no well then you need to listen to the baby because see you're talking about what you want Want, but these kids like it because it's small and it fits them so it appeals to them because it feels their size their age you know even things as simple as book trim size, you know, is something that we didn't even think about as adults, you know, but it's right. just like, you know, really that, you know, and she gave me that feedback, like, listen to her. Right. <laughs> it's, it's for kids her age, so she knows what she's talking about. I have some of books from adults that are small, and I actually like them, you know, because mm-hmm. and I like that, so just to have the different sizes, the covers, the thickness, the thinness, like I just all of it. Like I now I find myself reading an ebook and then turning around buying the paperback. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And see, I'm so totally I find a paperback and then turn around and get ebook because I like I used to read the paperbacks, but now I like them just sit on my pretty bookshelf and then I read right. <laughs> I don't want to be touched. I don't want to bend. I don't want any of that. Like, I don't even want to crease the book. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Well, Melinda, what are some of your, since you're new here, what are some of your inspirations when it comes to writing? Like, what do you, you know, who inspires you or inspired you as a writer? Um, And what are some of your aspirations, you know, as you move forward? So, and it's it's very cliche with me it really is my nephews because <laughs> just watching them play or watching them you know interact with one another and they're all they're really cousins I mean they're single children with different siblings so watching how they come together and they teach each other and just kind of watching the world through their eyes mm-hmm. and then something I don't really it's not a secret but I don't share you know I don't really openly share it just the first book on being yourself and not copying off of people I feel like that's so important with social media because we're living in a world where everybody wants to be just like someone else and they're losing their identities and I look at my nephews and I'm like these are lessons that I feel like I lost as a child but if I give you the blueprint, you'll be so much better than I am. That is true. I love that. So mm-hmm. they're my inspiration. And then even with them just bragging on my aunt wrote a book. Yes, they were, you know, privileged because their names are in the book. And it is their middle names. It's not their first name. Because I didn't want to just like thrust them into the limelight. Right. And the characters don't look like them. But it's their middle names. It's their personalities look like them and then now I'm noticing that they want to read all the time and they're not just looking for themselves they're looking just because they like reading now reading is cool to them 
And that's inspiring. Are just I feel like boys at that young age to me are like the best. Like I tell yes. people all the time, I and I tell my son because my son now he's grown, and I tell him I'm like you were the funniest kid in the world when you were younger. Like, mm-hmm. and then he his he had to go through speech therapy, so he didn't say things right. Like mm-hmm. his were F's, his F's were P's. He couldn't say it, nothing was correct. Like he couldn't say anything correct. So just talking to him and trying to figure out what he was saying was just an adventure in itself. Mm-hmm. I used to my daughter would be like, what is he saying? Because she understood him more. But just him, just seeing him grow up and just being all boy is just the best thing in the world. So I'm kind of yeah. excited for this book to come out and just to read it. So yay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so and that's what we'll get into uh, when we come back from the break. We're gonna have you um to read a snippet from your book. And I you know I just encourage every you know parental figure just to listen and to it in, especially to the snippets of the book, and especially when it comes to our boys, you know. Yeah. So a lot of times we cater to our girls, so I'm so happy mm-hmm. to hear that this was geared and inspired yes. by young boys. So yes, thank you for definitely. that. You yes. are, thank you for that. So we will be <laughs> right back in just one moment. Looking for a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered. From apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com where comfort meets a piece of style. Kisha Beauty, embracing the power of self-love in conjunction with Fifty Shades of Success. While Fifty Shades of Success works on the inside, let Kisha Beauty work on the outside, adding a little sparkle, pop, and shine with Kisha Lips, pamper your skin with Kisha Body, and let's not forget accessories with Kisha Girl. Find us on Instagram. Everybody, join me, poet and author Kiana Dene, on my podcast, Noteworthy, a poetry podcast for the poets, where you'll hear my original poetry and poetry from other amazing poets as well, because I truly believe all poets are worthy. Go follow the podcast on Instagram at Noteworthy Poetry, and you'll be the first to know whenever there's a new episode. While you're there, follow me too at Kiana underscore Dene. So tune in today. Hello, 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 and we are back. We are back. Well, Miss Marlanda, whenever you are ready, I will let you go ahead and have the floor to go ahead and read your snippet from your book called I'm Best As Me. Thank you. 
So I'm going to read the page that kind of tear jerks me every time because I can kind of see my nephews doing this. And it's like kind of like a big part of the book. And let's see. So good tear jerker. I know. I know. Let me me get get my tissues. Get my tissues. Get my sniffles out. (laughs) Eddie, every soccer player isn't the same. That's what makes them so different. That's how they're able to play as a team. If everyone copied what someone else does, then everyone would be the same. Eddie listened and thought about what Carter said. We are the angels. We're different. We do things our way. That's what makes us so great. Eddie smiled. You're right. And I'm going to leave it on that so you can figure out what happens after that. Oh, I love it. One, the fact that one child is encouraging another child, that's big right there because that's something that we're missing too. We're not supporting each other. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this first. What made you choose soccer as a sport? So my um my first book is with my older nephew, and he actually was playing soccer at the time that I wrote the book. Okay. And he doesn't play soccer anymore but he was they all kind of go into different things and try out sports right. so I was like you know what he's playing soccer right now he's the oldest I'm gonna kind of go with soccer for a minute and I wanted something that was just different because you don't hear you know boys playing soccer you don't right you know, as much as you know you do now but at the time I was writing you didn't hear it so I wanted something a little different and like I said it's purely by accident that I wrote about four boys I just I have four nephews so I was writing to them but the cliffhanger is I have recently had a a niece about four weeks ago oh congratulations congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) and so my sister's looking and she's like so is my daughter gonna go in the book and I'm like I'm just writing to boys right now because it's so hard to find boy books. And it really is. Yes, I mean, you're right. I tell people, help me in this sea amongst myself because I'm sticking with just boys. It's nothing against girls, but I'm sticking with boys because I feel like I'm obligated to give my nephews more reading material. Yes, yes. I love it. That, oh my gosh, yes. I think it is needed. So let me see. How many boys do I'm going to need one, two, three, four. I'm going to need about um, two, four, six copies. Gotcha. I have six little boys and the oldest is 12. The youngest is, he just turned seven. Gotcha. No, actually, (laughs) this is three. I take that back. And he's very smart. Like, Mm -hmm. very smart. So that would be great. Now, let me see. Okay, so... We're reading this book that is geared towards boys that your nephews inspired. What is the most encouraging thing that you wrote about in the book that you feel that everyone, the parents the um, and the young boys and anybody else who read it should pick out from this book, should get from the book? I would say be able to like, you know, verbally say what's wrong. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yes. And tell people like, don't hold it to yourself. If you have an emotion as a boy, it is okay to speak on that emotion. 
I'm I love that. I love, I'm so glad you said it because yes, our our boys are raised, you know, and this is this is across racial lines, generational lines, right. everything. Our yeah. boys are typically raised that they are not man enough if they let their emotions out. Right. And yes. That is the most reverse detrimental yes. psychological breakdown that they have because they don't learn how to be effective communicators. And they don't they don't they don't know how to verbalize what's wrong with them. So it comes out mm-hmm. in other forms, which is dangerous for boys because they're natural aggressors, you know, protectors and things like that. So right. Right. when you don't know how to have when you don't know how to converse and you don't know how to just say this is what's wrong and mm-hmm. provide a solution versus becoming an alpha a extreme alpha male it comes you know it it, it it comes up in other areas it comes up in their relationships yep. you know and the way they deal with their friends and so you know when they have peer pressures they feel like I gotta go through some things because I, I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to say this is how I feel about it feel. Mm-hmm. right Yep, and that's good that they can read it and see it because, like we said, we need them to see that to it see. is okay to be emotional. Yes. So, thank you for definitely doing that. Like, what was the funniest scene that you wrote, or that so, you saw that your nephews did that make you want to write it? <laughs> so, there's a part in also in the book where um, one of the nephews like, "This is boring. I'm going inside," and they run off, and everybody <laughs> just thinks. <laughs> that that's hilarious and I'm like but that's literally who they are and Uh -uh. it is funny to me because it's just kind of like boys have this short attention span it's like you're gonna get it or I'm gone right (laughs) and that's exactly who they are they're just like nope it's not done for me I'm done Mm -hmm. bye yeah what's the next thing yes that (laughs) is so true yeah my son like I say he's older and he's still like that (laughs) yeah He'd be like, we could be a of a conversation. If I'm talking about stuff you don't want to hear, he'd be like, all right, mom, bye. I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I wasn't finished, but yes, you are. Bye, mom. Bye. Okay. <laughs> so I understand that part, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I have, like I say, I have one boy, I have two sons, and um, my oldest, you know, he's, I'm like his best friend. So he gonna come and tell me about everything, anything or whatever, you know, at least when now that he's older, he pick and choose, but you know, <laughs> if it's bothering yeah. him, he'll talk to me. <laughs> You yep. know, but my, my baby son, he is like, I, I almost have to be like a, use my oldest son as a spy. Uh, <laughs> to find out. Mm-hmm. To find out what's going on. Because like, he talks, <laughs> he's a jokester. So he likes to joke and have a good time, but he don't want to talk about nothing serious. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like so what's going on over here? He's like, you know, my oldest son, like, I can't be telling you all of this. You know? <laughs> he's, he's talking to me in confidence. But I'm just glad that he has someone he could talk to. But I wish, you know, he's one of those where he's like I wish he I had thought of something like this and maybe you know to kind of get him to open up a bit more because he's one of those you know that's really closed off like I don't I don't I can't talk about this I just gotta deal with it on my own you know type of kids and I'm right. like oh, you don't have to deal with it on your own so that's what you got there <laughs> like so we're since here, you we got said you. right so since you said that Untamed would you write Merlanda would you write a book like geared towards teenage boys I do want to get older with them as well. Okay. So, yeah. So, I do plan on, you know, kind of going through the year, getting older with them. And I actually finished my second book. And it's in the illustration stage Mm. right now. So, hopefully, summerish of next year. 
and right. I don't have a title for it. I, I don't know why titles do not hit me. I, that's one place I'm lacking inspiration. I can never think of a title until the very last minute. Bring it to the group. I could probably come up with some stuff. Like I, like yeah, I'm yeah. I just be jotting stuff down all the time, so I might have something down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, and I mean the book is written. The illustrations are being done right now. Oh, the titles are just—that's my thing. I just—I don't know what it is. Yeah, or you Wait. could just say boys will be boys. Yes, because they most definitely will be. Exactly. <laughs> yes, boys will be boys. That can be a book right there. There's the right. title. Write that. Write that down. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Most look, if you don't, and I, because I'm not gonna remember, just go ahead and pull up this episode again, because my mind it, it just be running all the time. So. <laughs> I love. It's like, what did she say? Let me pull up the episode. Definitely. Oh my gosh. You're wow. doing. I have one more question. I'm just so yeah. sorry. One more question. Okay, mm-hmm. so I know that, you, like you said, you've already written the second book. Are there going to be, like, themes? Like, because I feel like the first one's coming out is just more, so, like, encouragement and just being a, you know, encouragement and all about me. But, like, uh-huh. will you the books? Yeah, so the books are themed. And um, I don't okay. know if you ladies have ever seen PJ Masks. And yes. PJ Masks is going to oh. have to start paying me for this or something. But <laughs> I, <laughs> because I use this basis, but you know, there were three characters on there and they constantly mm-hmm. went through different situations. Right. So my books are the Playing with Angels series because I called my nephews my angels. So, oh. and you know, when you're a baby, they tell you, oh, the baby's looking up in the ceiling because they're playing with angels, right. they're getting lessons. That's what my themes are. So it's just like, I want my nephews to get messages, but they're kind of inadvertently getting them through me and they don't realize it. So that's why it's playing with angels and every book, they're going to all be in each book, but I'm dedicating each book to a particular nephew and they're getting a particular lesson. It doesn't necessarily (gasps) apply to them, but the next book I'm talking about getting over disappointments, things happen in life, but you got to get over it. Yes. Yes, I love it. And love I'm using it. football. So there's a football analogy with getting over disappointments. The next book is just going to go to another sport. It's going to talk about another lesson. So these are just life lessons that I feel like if my nephews learn them early, they'll be so much better as an adult. Yes, yes. I agree with you. And I thank you for that. Just yes. not for your, nep- I mean, for your nephews, but every little boy mm-hmm. who picked up your book. Yep. Absolutely, I love yeah. it. I love it. and I love the sports things. To go yes. With yes. It. because you, you got to give the boys the something because you something. <laughs> yeah. you got to keep it somewhere for them. You know exactly, and that and that speaks to you know a lot of their their you know their language when it comes to it because for whatever reason, I think all of the boys in some way, shape, or form they just are drawn to sports. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. we always draw to it, but oh, they oh, are but... drawn to it. Yes, <laughs> for. And video games. That was and my video games. Yes, that was mm-hmm. my sports and video games. Sports mm-hmm. and video games. That's it. And He's you know. video games. <laughs> <laughs> and you still play them. So yes, definitely. Most Look, the way these games are set up now, they'll be playing it for the rest of their lives. Man, yeah. I'm grown when it's still right? playing video games. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Oh, I look man. at them sometimes and I'm like, we're far, far away from Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, my God. Super Mario Brothers is definitely the blueprint because it, <laughs> that's all mm-hmm. it can be at this point. <laughs> right? That is true. <laughs> and I be thinking about like Pac-Man and Don- um, what, Donkey Kong. And, yes. Um, the- oh, Duck Hunt. Yes. Oh my God. So yeah. <laughs> they don't know what they missing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like no, they you know all now they concerned about is anything that come on the any sports one that comes right. on the PS Five and mm-hmm. Fortnite and Roblox and I'd be like oh I don't even right. know what this. <laughs> like this is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> don't make no good sense at all. Right. <laughs> but, but hopefully, but through your book, they will be inspired, and then not only will. It's something that gears towards them. They learn great lessons. And so that is so wonderful and thank so you. needed. Thank so, you. And thank you. We need that. <laughs> yes, I'm serious about these copies because, like I said, I got little boys around me and just they, and actually, one of them wants to write his own book. So, oh, this is I love that. encouragement for him. I love that. Yes. I love that. And see how I threw out that encouragement in there. So yes, yes, (laughs) exactly. It'll be and it will be. You know that that's one thing. I love to see when little kids' faces light up when they see, you know, books that are made for them, geared towards mm-hmm. them. It yeah. really does spark something within them. And that's a beautiful thing because on top of everything else, literacy has gone down. So it, it, this is a great way to bring up those literacy rates again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It's to keep it fresh and, and innovative for them. So that that is the next part of it. That is so serious at this point with our young kids. We have to keep those literacy rates. Yes, because it's educating them as well. And I told my kids all the time, they can take everything away from you except for your education. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I look, and that's my mom used to tell me that too. My husband always said, mm-hmm. he said, he was like, look, <laughs> he tells and to this day, he still him, he said, one thing I can thank you the most for is that he said, you preach education. You, he said, you yeah. let these kids get what they need to get where they need to go with their education. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you was the one that was in the household about stickling for education. And I was like, that's because I destined had a household I grew up in. And I, mm-hmm. and I, as an adult, I see it. You know, I see right. the need for you. And, uh, you know, and I'm not even just talking about just what you learn in school as far as you, you know, as the older people say, reading, writing, arithmetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm just yep. saying, you know, being worldly, actually, like my 14 year old watches the news. Like, oh, wow. He, well, wow. He, he, that's he, he great. tells me something that's going on. It's like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it for myself. Like, and that's, yeah. and that's why I say, like, he don't talk about stuff serious. Now, when I say that, he do talk about world issues here. Like, we had candid conversations about the pop about, about politics and the political race and mudslinging and you know all kind of stuff. Right. He has those type of conversations with me. I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is definitely something that you know I appreciate. So you know, it lets me know that he 
has his eyes on, on what's going on in the world around him and not not just on Roblox and Fortnite, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Other things. And not just on sports either. Right. And not just yes, on sports. Yes. He has a good balance, you know? He's right. a good balance. He's balanced. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm excited about, you know, I get excited about things like that. I just like, I tell my mom, I wish you would open up to me, but that's, I don't know if that's a credit to some teenage stuff or not. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have some of them that will share, and then you have some of them that don't. So, so yeah, you just have to go with the flow. I just keep my right. style hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Well, Melinda, I thank you so much. This has been such a wonderful conversation. Exactly. Like, it? <laughs> yes, I can't I even enjoyed you, ladies. Thank I you. I George, you too. Look, I, I knew it was gonna go this way because we get on the line on Saturdays, y'all. Look, I'm talking to the yeah. listeners that we get on the line on Saturdays and just be jibber jabbing in the way. So I already knew how this was gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> we like, sure. Well, it's like one of those like I was trying to stick with the script, but yeah, it's gonna go way off. <laughs> it's a, it be like I'm with my sisters though. It's yeah. different. So it's, it's okay. So yes. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I had I have so much fun with y'all. I swear I do. I really do. It's, it's y'all becoming the highlight of my Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what's we talking about? Don't try to doing it more Saturdays. At least what twice a month. Yeah, that's what we yeah. talked about last time. Trying to do it yeah. more Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like let's I check know. in a little bit more often. Yeah, just like look, we gonna have some listeners contact me. How can I get in? Right. Everything we talking about everything, honey. Yes. We talking about everything, everything. Yeah. It's just a sisterhood, and really? I'm so appreciative for it. Really, I am. Oh, yes. Definitely. Rolanda, I am going to give you a chance to just tell the listeners, readers, how they can get in contact with you, how they can, you know, stay connected with you and where they can get your book. Yeah. So I am reachable by all methods. I am um, words in web. So W-O-R-D-S. I-N-W-E-B-B and that's on Instagram that's on Facebook Um, my website is wordsinweb.com I'm trying to tap into Twitter and Pinterest with Words and Web help me help you let me know what you need (laughs) but uh, (laughs) most definitely by um, Instagram and like I said my email my um, it's also wordsinweb at gmail.com but you put in words in web, you will find me. So I like that. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Crystal, let the listeners know how they can get in contact with you. Alrighty. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, YouTube as My Love of Books. And that's M-Y-L-U-V-O-F-B-O-O-K-S. But I'm mostly on Instagram. <laughs> that's my that, that's my jam. Instagram. Yes, yes. <laughs> Look, I love Instagram. I, yeah. I love it a little bit too much. Then a TikTok. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, of course, am author Untamed. Just go by Untamed, but you can find me on Facebook, IG. Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and YouTube under Author Untamed. 
Um, and please make sure that you do follow the Get Caught Up Podcast at Get Caught Up Podcast on Instagram and at GCU underscore podcast on Twitter. I have to confess to just like Melinda, my Twitter is on the struggle bus. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's there, but it's struggling. So don't judge, I'm with don't, don't judge yes. my life. <laughs> don't judge my Twitter life, okay? Yes. <laughs> and if you would also like to follow our parent company, Untamed Publishing, you can follow Untamed Publishing on Facebook at Untamed Publishing, on IG at Untamed Publishing LLC, and on Twitter at Untamed Pub. And don't forget, if you would like to be interviewed, please send us a message on contact us at untamedpublishing.net. However, uh, it won't be until January. I'll get into that in just a moment. We restart our, our interviews up the second week in January, which will be January the 12th, I believe. And also, if you would like to have commercial space, please visit untamedpublishing.net. We have several commercial packages available for you, just starting as low as $10. Now, to get into what I was discussing, there will be no interviews throughout December, but what we will do as a special tribute to all of our guests that we have had all of 2021 is play our top three podcasts. So that'll be number one, two, and three, or three, two, and one, however I decided to do that. We'll be playing those one each one once a week throughout the first three weeks in December. So... What I need for all of y'all to do out there in the world is go back and re-listen to all of these podcasts um, that or listen to the ones that you missed because I am not going to judge it off who is leading right now. I'm going to wait until the end of November and whoever is in the top three slots then will get to have their interview redone again in December. <laughs> Woo-hoo. All right. It's right. Be air again in December. So I'm a level of playing field for everybody. And then <laughs> Crystal and I will be bringing you the last week in December the top 10 best of books in 2021. So, yes. y'all make sure y'all stay tuned because that is going to be awesome. I will have more details on that coming up. But, ladies, it has been such an amazing time. It always is. Melinda, you've been a, a wonderful guest. I absolutely yes. love the concept behind your book. I do, and I'm excited for you. Thank yes. you. As, as my favorite restaurant Chick-fil-A says, it's been my pleasure. Oh! <laughs> I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you got a lot of plugs there. People need to pay you. I know, that's right. You got PJ Mass, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Right. Run her her coins, please. Run her her coins. I understand. Yes. Look, and Chick-fil-A, look, like Chick-fil-A might do it. Just, you know, hmm. tell them, go, that go, is true. Go to him and tell him it's in Christian Lou. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much. And thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in week after week, as you always do. I appreciate you to know in. You know it. And until next time, do not forget to get caught up and remain untamed. Good night. Good night. Good night.